Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Life Central Youth Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for listening in. Today, we have got a special for you because we have got our lead, Pastor Leon Evans, with us. Hi, Leon. Hi, Andy. Good to see um, you guys. Yeah, and we have got um, we have got Sophie Bradshaw. Hey. We have got Katie Hitkus. Hello. And we have got Benjamin Walton as well. Hey. I gave you your full name there, Ben. Yeah. So we have we have been putting out on Instagram um, you know, give us your questions for Leon. So we've got a bunch of questions from our Instagram page and Sophie, Katie and Ben have all come with questions. But basically the idea of this is to just chat to Leon, hang out with them. For those of you that have only ever really seen Leon from a platform or from a live stream, this is a chance to get to know him a little bit better as well um, and get to see the man behind the celebrity that we see on our live stream <laughs> every Sunday. Um, oh so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to ask a bunch of questions, but we're going to ask a question to everybody to kick us off. Yes. Um, and, Sophie, I'm going to come to you first. And the question that everyone's going to answer is, what is your all-time favourite movie or TV series? Okay, I really want to do both because my top ones I absolutely love. So my favourite movie is The Princess Bride and my favourite TV show is called Dirk Gently, which is incredible. <laughs> What's Dirk Gently about? Uh, it's based on a book series by Douglas Adams uh, and it's about this holistic detective. It's very wacky and fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't say Harry Potter. That was what I was fully expecting. Mm. Oh, I thought that. <laughs> it's in my top five, but not my first. Fair enough. <laughs> Leon, what would you say? So, um, my, I was asked this recently on another podcast, actually, and I said it before I thought about it, but I'm going to say it again, it's just the truth. So, I love movies. It's hard to say one. Probably right up there is The Godfather, which I know is pretty terrible for a pastor to say, uh, and that's not how I hopefully do my leadership in the way The Godfather, but it's an old film if you've never seen it, but it's an amazing film. And in terms of series, my favourite all-time series is The West Wing which is, I think, brilliantly written by Aaron Sorkin, who's the writer, and amazing look at American politics. So, yeah, so I love that. The West Wing and The Godfather. So, there you go. <laughs> There's a little bit about me, maybe. <laughs> Bro, ben. ben, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what my favourite film is. I'm not especially into films as much. But I think series, I'd have to say Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Ooh. Netflix. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm. I think, yeah, definitely my favourite. Mm. A lot of big fans of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Katie, what about you? I think I don't really have a specific film that I really like, but I love every single film that Hugh Grant is in. <laughs> he, just, he just plays the same character in all of them, and somehow all the films he's in are like the same film. <laughs> So I just, I love them all, honestly. Love them. Nice. So like Notting Hill, Four Weddings yeah. and a Funeral. Um, <laughs> love Actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a very diverse actor, is he? No, not at all. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, so we're here to ask Leon a bunch of questions. I mean, one of the questions that's coming on our Instagram, you don't have to answer, Leon, but just said, why do you dance like that? Um, you know which what? We won't <laughs> 
No, that's a great question. That's a question I've asked myself many times as well, especially after I've just done it again and embarrassed myself again. And it's a question that my wife asks me on a regular basis. So if you do know the answer to that, if there's any psychotherapists out there that could work that out for me, that would be great. I'd love to know the answer to it myself. <laughs> Brilliant. So we've, we've got a bunch of questions on Instagram, yep. um, but uh, Ben, Katie and Sophie have all brought a question each. So I wondered whether, Ben, do you want to kick us off with one of your questions for Leon? Yeah, sure. So my question would be, what do you think is the best thing that um, is going to come out of, the, I guess, the whole coronavirus situation? Yeah. Or what would be the, what you hoped would be the best thing that would come out yeah. of it? That's a great question, Ben. Do you mean, uh, like, for me, for us, for the world, John at what level? Yeah, more in society. Yeah, in so. society. Well, that's a great question. I think um, that's a great question. I think this thing that with the George Floyd that just happened last week as well on the back of the coronavirus, I think for me, I would love to think that coming out of that, we would be able to find some new solutions to some old problems, you know, um, and I think that, I mean, what happened last week with George Floyd has happened before hasn't had the same reaction that it's had this time and I do wonder whether there's a shift uh, because of the coronavirus as well and I my hope and prayer would be that we as a planet would maybe things like climate change racism injustice poverty old problems we need some new solutions because the solutions we've been trying ain't working and so that would be my biggest prayer that we would find some new solutions to old problems that's really good that's good. Just a follow on from that question, Leon, um, as you talked about George Floyd, Kyle Salmon asked on Instagram, um, do you feel pressured as a church leader to respond in a certain way to the Black Lives Matter movement? I know that's a big question that's at the moment. That's a great question, Kyle. That's it's, an amazing question. It's a really good question. Probably, yes, I think you are. I think that the problem is, it's funny because... On issues like this, before, um, the pressure on you would be not to speak in case it's too political, whereas now the pressure is you must speak. Do you know what I mean? So, so, it's, so, it's, so it's shifted, really. Um, I, I, so I think there is a little bit of pressure. And also, I, I have a lot of black friends, and I, I don't want to be clumsy in the way that I speak. So sometimes I think I don't speak enough. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I think actually they say to me, you know, just speak. We'd rather you speak and be clumsy than not speak at all, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think there's been a shift mm -hmm. in that. And so it's a good question, though. Great question. Right. Sophie, did you want to ask any of your questions? Uh, yeah, can do. Uh, okay. I hope I word this right. Uh, okay. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> uh, thinking back to when you first started ministry work, if you yeah. knew everything that you know now back then, would you have done anything differently? That's a great question. <laughs> um yeah i think i probably would i wish i had um i wish i'd established better rhythms early on mm. in my life and leadership you know i think this coronavirus thing is really teaching us a lot about new rhythms about rest about sabbath about pacing yourself you know and mm. i didn't do that very well in early on and i think that that puts some patterns in me that have been hard to work with you know so i wish i'd have done that differently uh, other things, I don't know really. That, that's probably the biggest thing I think now. Mm. That I wish, do you know what I mean? That when I started out, that I wish I'd started out differently. Mm. Uh, it's hard. It's hard once you're in patterns, it's hard to get out of them, you know. Um, so I do wish I'd have started with some different rhythms and patterns early on. Yeah, 
<laughs> so what would be some bits of advice that you would offer to like, because Sophie, Katie and Ben are yeah. all around 17 or 18. Yeah. Like, yeah. what would you offer, what would be the advice that you would offer to somebody who's 17, 18, yeah. looking at potentially going into ministry? Yeah, I think, I think um, be teachable and get voices into your life straight away, you know, and find out people and ask questions. I love it when younger people come to me and they just want to ask questions, you know, and I didn't have enough of those characters early on you know, or I didn't look for them. I don't know whether it was that or the other one. So I would say, you know, get, get other voices into your life now, you know, be teachable, you know, ask questions. I think that's really important. And then I think just establishing like a daily relationship with Jesus, you know, making that a priority, whatever that looks like for you, that's really important. Um, yeah. And, and, and reflecting more. I didn't, cause I'm an activist, so I didn't reflect very much. I just kind of did stuff, you know, I didn't think very much. Whereas now I do much more of that, you know, reflecting, writing stuff down, thinking about what was going on inside me when I did that, how I reacted, you know, to try and learn a little bit more. So those kind of things. Brilliant. Somebody's asked on our Instagram page, what are you like in real life when you're not working? <laughs> Maybe you can answer that, Andy. I don't know. I mean, I, I, for me, I, I'd like to think that I'm in real life all the time. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be, you know, a different person when I'm working to what I am. You know, when I'm not working, I like to think about myself as an integrated person. But I think I'm, because I'm focused. So if I'm in very focused mode, then 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 I know I can be annoying. <laughs> and I think when I'm not working and I'm more relaxed, then I'm 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 I can be a lot more fun. I think. Um, but yeah, I like to think that yeah, yeah, it's difficult. I think when you're a leader, sometimes it's hard to not, like not be a leader and not to think. You know, so it, like my Alison's. So so when we walked away from Tuesday night, which was the first Life Central midweek, as we're walking away, I'm talking about the next one in two weeks time and Alison saying, we're just doing the first one. Do you know what I mean? But, but that's, that's not me. That's not me working. That's just who I am. You know? So when I go on holiday, I'm thinking about the next holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's, I'm not working. It's just, just the way I'm wired really, which maybe. So do you find it, do you find it hard to enjoy the moment? And to Sometimes. Yeah. Moments then? Yeah. And, and that's something that I have to, I have to really work hard at, um, you know, which sounds a bit weird, but I have to really slow myself down and say, enjoy this do you know what i mean stop thinking about about the next moment enjoy this moment appreciate this moment or learn from this moment whatever whatever that that is so yeah i do find that quite hard brilliant katie do you want to ask your question that you have for me uh, oh. that kind of like brought on to what my question was it's a bit similar to ben's but mine was that um what have you learned from lockdown or yeah. kind of what has God taught you? Perhaps that yeah. might be a question, but just lockdown. Yeah, it's a great question, Katie. I think I think I've learned that I'm a little bit more of a control freak than I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when you're in lockdown, and you know, if you were to write a column of all the things in your life that you now can't control, you know, it's a big list. And I think as a leader as well, we're used to exerting some kind of control i don't mean that in a negative way but just like influence you know leadership whatever all of a sudden lockdown meant that you couldn't do that in, in lots of ways and i found that really hard um and i think i've learned about myself that you know when i can't plan and i can't strategize you know i've got to trust god more 
Um, and I think we've all had to learn that, you know, and for me as a leader. And I think because when we went into lockdown, one of my first thoughts was, how's the church going to cope? You know, what about our staff, their jobs, the future? So I start thinking about all of that. That's my job. That's my role, my responsibility. And a lot of that was all of a sudden outside of my control, you know, and when it impacts other people, that, that bothers me a lot, really. So I think I've had to try and learn to not to take too much of that on and remember that Jesus is building his church, not me, you know? And so that's maybe one of the biggest learnings for me. Can I flip that question around and ask yeah. Sophie, Ben and Katie, like what have yeah. you guys learned through lockdown and what's God been saying to you through this? Do you know what? I kind of want to say the same thing as Leon. Cause like, I feel like I am the type of person who really likes being in control of everything. And like, even throughout lockdown, like I've been just wanting to plan like the next thing and plan like what I'm going to do after lockdown, but I need to kind of chill for a bit and just plan like what I'm going to do today effectively and kind of just know that I'm not going to be in control of what's going on and to kind of like, just be okay with that in a way. That's great. Good. I think for me, it's more, uh, I'm like really focused on just appreciating stuff more. Uh, Like uh, I've been able to see like friends a couple of times, socially distancing in the garden. Like that feels like a much bigger deal than if I'd met them beforehand. And it's just appreciating uh, what I've got, the time that I have with my friends and family and stuff. Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, I think for me, I think like more the more significant stuff is isn't really like some a thing that I've learned. I guess more like the habits that I've mm. kind of grown over this time. I think that's been like positive, just because mm. I've had more time, and I think I've kind of learned to actually invest my time more wisely i guess so what have been some of the habits ben that you've been putting in place because i know we've talked about this before like have you been doing more bible reading and stuff like that yeah so yeah kind of that has been a habit of kind of built up reading the bible definitely but then also um i started running quite a bit this time as well which is isn't something that i ever did before but yeah, just general habits, like spiritual and I guess not. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good, it? Getting those healthy rhythms in place. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's almost like, like everything is spiritual. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I know for me to get, to get out and about and take take time off and, and, you know, to go for a run. And that's, that's a spiritual activity because I'm looking after my body and I'm looking after my health and I'm looking after my mind so that when when I'm coming to do the the more spiritual thing yeah. I'm, I'm fully fit to do that so like going going to bed early is a spiritual yeah. activity because I'm yeah. um I'm preparing for the day ahead um, yeah. and stuff like that which is which is important and they're they're really really good lessons um Leon one of the questions that's come in has been um out of all the countries that you have visited which one have you seen God at work in the most? Wow, that's a great question. Um, Cambodia, 
which I went to last March because in the 70s, Cambodia was communist country and under the Khmer Rouge government, if you've ever seen the film The Killing Fields, which none of you have because it's really old, um, in two years, three million of their own people were killed by the government um, and they tried to exterminate uh, faith and religion and now they are in revival and uh, I've never seen anything like it. So literally thousands and thousands of people come into faith every day nearly all from an atheistic or a Buddhist background, lots of young adults. So it was just phenomenal. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that's, I think it's one of the, the fastest growing uh, countries. The church is the fastest growing uh, in the world. And that was just incredible to, to be there uh, for a week last year. That was amazing. Wow. That's great. Guys, have you got any more questions for Leon or just on anything that Leon said that you'd want to jump in and ask a question? I did have a little silly one. Go, go, on, <laughs> go, go with um, Okay, so if you could be any pop star, <laughs> band member, or rock star, if you could be any person like that, um, who would you be and why? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I want to say a dancer, really. Do you know what I mean? Like a bit of a Michael Jackson or something, but that's yeah. no really. I think. I think in, in one of those stadium rock bands like a John Bon Jovi or something like that, I would love that. That would be amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that's what, that's what I wanted to do when I was 18. Do you know what I mean? And had long hair, believe it or not, down to my shoulders. But yeah, but yeah, something like that in one of those big bands, you know, where you're in a massive stadium with 60,000, 70,000 people. That would be amazing. Love that. Yeah, it's not too late. It's not too late. I still believe in the dream. I think what's what's really fun about Leon, and I don't know whether you guys have have seen this side of Leon, but like on a, on a Sunday and at church, you feel, you see a fairly spiritual, serious side of Leon. But if you if you ever get to see him play in a band when it's not worship, and it's like like I've seen Leon play in a few wedding bands and stuff like that. Like there's a totally like there's his inner rock star comes out, um, and his his inner Elton John appears, and he, he becomes very very animated on the on the keyboard. It is very very fun to watch. The, the funniest thing is just before this, every Friday I have lunch. There's three of us from the church, and we're all friends together. We have lunch every Friday, and we've been in bands together. And uh, we were just talking about this uh, just an hour ago. And uh, we finished up by praying for each other. And then one of, one of them prayed, and Lord, help us to get the band back together again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. so you never know. Maybe. Maybe it'll happen. Who knows? <laughs> Brilliant. Leon, have you got any questions for these guys that you would like to ask them? I have actually, yeah. Guys, you, you've come through this now. Like, we have never seen anything like this. Do you know what I mean? Like in my lifetime and I'm in my fifties. So for you guys as, you know, young, young people, young adults, do you know what I mean? Coming into that. How, how is this, how do you think you'll see this in the future? Do you know what I mean? Like when you look back at this season, what do you, what do you hope you, you, you've seen in it? What do you hope you tell your kids? Do you know what I mean? In the future? Cause you, you, you've experienced, this is like history making what we've gone through right now. So what, what do you hope in the future that you'll be able to say to other people about this season? Sophie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. I kind of, uh, maybe just, I don't know, uh, telling the story of the, like, the positive stories. Yeah. Of, like a yeah. lot of people were 
like praise in the NHS for it and we're given a lot of gratitude that kind of stuff I'd want to yeah. uh, be able to remember uh, the the things that people are doing for us now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what about you Ben yeah um, I was kind of thinking kind of what Sophie said about all the positive stories of yeah. how people have acted like in good ways and how people have been like reaching out to the communities and the neighbours yeah. to and supporting people, supporting older people or people who are vulnerable. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, I don't know, I'd hope that people, I think it's given a lot of people, um, it was kind of forced a lot of people to step back from their yeah. life and actually get a perspective of what's actually important for them and yeah. what they're prioritising. So I guess I'd hope that that kind of lasts and people don't just go straight back into the yeah. old normal, I guess. That's so good. Katie, you got anything to add? Yeah, I think it's been, although it's been really horrible um, in one sense, I think it's given people a real kind of like knowledge of the importance of what it is to kind of like be there for each other and to kind of look out for each other and yeah. I hope that after this has all ended yeah. that kind of stays because I think it's really nice that people have been you know like looking out for people who are like perhaps older in their family and yeah. doing like things that they know kind of deep down they like should have done but kind of like life just got in the way um so I hope kind of stuff like that will continue but I think for me I'm I'm not actually sure I've been able to grasp what's going on to be honest like it's something obviously like none of us have really experienced but I just I feel like I haven't really been able to comprehend like the actual severity of like what's actually been happening so maybe one day I'll look back and think wow that really was something <laughs> I think that's so good because I, th- I think for, for, I think a lot of you guys like for me like you guys have lost a lot of stuff as well you know some of you have lost like some education some prom or some do you know what I mean some really important things you know and I hope you know that as you go as it goes forward that you and it sounds like you guys have you've gained some things as well as lost some things and and maybe uh, my prayer for you guys would be that you'd be able to hold on to those things that you've gained you know not just the things that you've lost really Mm, that's really good Leon one one final question and it's a it's a big question um um the question I've got for you is what's the role of young people that you see in Life Central and how can young people serve the vision of the church yeah that's a good question (laughs) I mean uh I mean, yeah, I mean, when I was when I was growing up in church, the, the, the phrase always was that the young people of the church of tomorrow, we don't use that phrase because the young people of the church of today, do you know what I mean? Just like every generation is really, I think, I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's massive. It's massive. I think what I would love to see more is, and I don't know how to do this, is more multi-generational ministry and life. Do you know what I mean? It's so like younger people serving older people, older people serving younger people, younger people encouraging older, older encouraging younger. And it more like that, you know? Um, and I think this crisis that we're, that we're still in is, a, is in one sense a leveller, isn't it? Because we're all in it, you know? Uh, and I'd hope to think that coming out of it, that young people would, 
you know, um, find ways um, of, and older people would find ways of connecting together and doing life together more. I don't know what the answer to that is. Um, but, but I think the other thing is, I, I don't want to see younger people wait, you know, and I think sometimes we, we've given the idea that you have to wait until this and then you can do that. I, I love to think that you that younger guys would get on and do what God's given them to do now, you know, and not feel that they have to wait, but actually to engage with what God's given them now. And I do think that crisis is always an accelerator. So uh, I think crisis will accelerate uh, leadership development. It will accelerate opportunity. It will accelerate innovation. It will accelerate change. And that's where I think young guys, you know, I mean, I'm learning so much about technology and social media. I now know what clickbait means, you know, and <laughs> how to do Insta Live and all this kind of stuff. And that's where I think younger people, and I, know, I only know that because I've got lots of younger people around me who are now leading and they're leading me, you know, and, and I say, you, I will say to you guys, you know, you, you're leaders now, not just when you're older, but now. So, you know, whatever we can do to open the door and to help you lead, we want to do that. That's great. Sophie, Katie, Ben, anything to add or any, any further questions that you've got? I'm getting a few shaking heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leon, thank you so much for your time. And I think like, I'd love to say on behalf of the young people, like thank, thank you for, for fighting for young people and, you know, I've been in many meetings where you've spoken and been the voice of young people and mm -hmm. said, you know, that we need to skew young and we need to look to be, you know, to be reaching our young people. We are a multi-generational yeah. church and we care yeah. about every single generation. Yeah. But if the church is to continue to grow, we need right. to skew young. And I think, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful as someone who's led the youth ministry for a long time to have, have a lead pastor who's so passionate about young people and about the next generation. And I think... Like, like these guys, I'm sure, would back me up that they appreciate the, the fight and the hard work that you put in to, 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 to push into, into their generation so much. And I think we just really appreciate and honour you as our lead pastor and thank you thank for you. all that you do and all that you are. And um, guys, I, I want to thank you if you've been listening. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to, to Leon for answering our questions and for mm -hmm. Sophie and Katie and Ben. Yeah. Uh, for repping the young young people of Life Central Youth. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, um, then we'd love you to hit subscribe. We'd love you to share it. If you know that there's other people in Life Central Youth that don't normally listen and you think they should listen to this, then send it to them on text or WhatsApp or Snapchat or whatever. Share it. We want, it. We want as many people to be listening to these things as possible. And make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss any of our podcasts. We'll take care and we'll see you soon.